Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Did you know? that if Johnny Cueto hadn't dropped that ball and hadn't given up that home run to Russell Martin, the Reds might have won that game. Did you know that? Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. Where you found this, Brewers 5, Pirates 2, right here in Milwaukee. Last night, Corbin Burns, the reigning National League Cy Young Award winner, did his thing. And JT Brubaker did his thing. Those, of course, are not similar things. Burns went through seven innings, 10 strikeouts, zero walks. Did give up a couple of solo home runs to Daniel Vogelback and Josh Van Meter, but otherwise was just really, really good. And even within the context of those home runs, was really, really good. See, there are acceptable exceptions within performance. They're fair to cite, that are fair to bring up, even on a semi-recurring basis, if the results are there. If they aren't there, and then aren't there consistently, then you're talking about something else. You're talking about, in this case, Brubaker. Brubaker. Strange, strange night. He pitched five innings. Four of them were really good. The last three were outstanding. Struck out half of everybody he faced, used his whole arsenal, commanded it, moved at a nice, healthy pace for him, too. Uh, Got the ball and threw it right back. Kind of what you like to see from a confident pitcher. Sounds good, right? Sounds promising. Sounds like this could be something that feeds well into his next start. And I can say that. And Derek Shelton did say that. And when I brought that very thing up with Brubaker, he said it. Did you dig a little deep after the after the four runs? Did you dig a little deeper to find something to get as far as you did in the game? Uh, no, I just stuck to the game just plan. Stuck to the, okay. Just stuck to the game plan. Um, like I said, I, I lost the zone there in the second, and it hurt me. No. What does it mean to you to, to have gotten as deep as you did? Uh, shows that the three, four, five is the way I need to pitch, and I, I know that. And that's how I need to attack guys. Um, I just need to be able to. Uh, get back in the zone quicker than what I did. Anything in particular give you trouble in that inning? No. Um, no specific pitch? Just No, no, no specific pitch. Just kind of lost it. 
Well, yeah, gee, about that other part. Well, the second inning was the kind of single-inning catastrophe that you're used to seeing from Brubaker. He walked Andrew McCutcheon on five pitches, and most of those weren't close, including the fifth that put Kutch on base. That's not good. Next came Rowdy Tellez, and there went that baseball to the second deck of right field. Boom! Just like that. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. And after that, there was a bouncer up the middle that was a little bit of a tough play for Kevin Newman. He was charged with what I thought was a tough error. But, okay, get out of it then. Nope. Instead, Brubaker walks a batter, and then Brubaker serves up a not-great pitch to Colton Wong who brings them both around with a double for nothing. Now, if you're into attaboys and go get him, kid and whatever else, you're free to think whatever you want about the rest of the outing. It was impressive in isolation, but sports are not played in isolation. Every moment counts. Otherwise, the Yankees would have taken the 1960 Pirates to extra innings, right? Oh, if only Ralph Terry had that one pitch back to Maz. Not how it works. Not how it works. And it applies doubly, I'd say, when we're talking about something that is a consistent issue. Brubaker, in his last 13 starts, going back to last season, has pitched 60 innings, which is not a great figure in and of itself. And in those 60 innings, he's given up 51 earned runs. And it's been, well, consistent. Every start kind of has that same feel. And you'll see he'll look really good for an inning or two or look really bad for an inning or two. And then the next thing happens. And you go, oh, yeah, but it's right there. If only he can channel that one good thing that he's doing. And, you know, you heard me ask him there about whether or not he felt he'd gotten some extra mojo or something the rest of the way. And you heard him say, no, he just, for one inning, he just lost it. That's not my term. That's his. This starting rotation has not been good. And I'm finding the kindest possible phrasing for that. And Brubaker, through three starts and a 9.39 ERA, has not been good. There are no asterisks for that. There are no prizes for short-term spurts of success. If you're 22, we can talk about it a little bit. You know, you've got a lot of years ahead of you, and a very realistic chance of learning from it and getting better. 
when Rwanzi Contreras served up a not-so-great pitch to Hunter Renfro, and Renfro annihilated this ball into left field. All Contreras did after that was what he usually does. He just kept getting people out, kept dominating. 97-mile-an-hour fastball was using his curve to good effect. He got people out. In fact, he got everybody else out. And he's a child. You can handle that. Brubaker is not. Yes, his career has been slowed by injury, but you don't get that back. You know, you don't get that year and a half, two years that you needed to recover from that arm injury back. There's no bank for this stuff. Brubaker needs to become a better pitcher consistently in the very near future. No asterisks, no, I did this okay in this inning or that inning. This stuff has to start changing with this team in general. And by the way, that includes Shelton. I, I, I get what he's doing now. He has nothing to gain as a manager from burying someone who's trying to get right. But ultimately, it comes down to performance. Brubaker hasn't done it in a long time now. When we come back, just one question. Today's J1Q comes from Jonathan, who asks, I mean, this isn't the best J1Q of all time, but how many more chances is Cole Tucker going to get? He's the nicest guy, that's clear. Seems less clear that he's a baller. You know, in a weird kind of way, Jonathan, the more chances that Tucker gets now, it couldn't be more obvious that the closer he's coming to the end, barring some sort of, you know, magical revival. And I, I don't see that happening. I'm not saying that just because he went over three here last night with a with another K uh, because those at bats didn't look very competitive or or anything short term. I'm saying that because his one seventy six current batting average is actually lower than the 214 career average that he's had in the time that he's had in the majors. What what he's done so far in the bigs is to have a nice September, which he did last year. And I don't, for one second, fault Ben Charrington and staff for giving him another shot, for having him back. And really, you know, for putting him out there Right now, obviously in conjunction with Derek Shelton, uh, in the outfield or wherever, just to try to find him a place and some at-bats. But I'm here to tell you that is not indefinite, okay? If he were being sprinkled into the lineup, if he were being utilized as someone who just filled in here or there and were being established as some sort of a super bench type, you know, infield, outfield, or whatever, then you could see that they'd be attempting to create some sort of permanent home for him. That's not what's happening here. That's not what's happening here. 
the more meaningful at-bats, the more meaningful playing time, the more meaningful positions are going to the players for the most part. I'm aware of how the lineups shake out every day. Like a Diego Castillo, you know. And Tucker being out there in right field just for the purpose of getting three or four at-bats and then doing nothing with them, that's very much to me the sign of a management that said, listen, we're going to give him a month, we're going to give him a handful of weeks, whatever it is, and then that's going to be it. Remember that we're only a week away from Major League Baseball's rosters being shrunken back to their standard size. They're at 28 through the month of April because of the shortened spring training and because of concerns about injuries, particularly the pitchers. The Pirates ended up splitting their active roster 14-14 between hitters and pitchers. So they have an extra hitter. They have an extra pitcher. And I don't know that Tucker is slash was that extra hitter, but I sure wouldn't bet on anybody else being the one that goes out. I mean, look, you know, I, I love him too. It's impossible not to. He's as infectious as any athlete I can recall covering in years. But you got to be able to hit the baseball. You know, that's what that's all about. And if you can't, you got to find something else to do. I don't know if that's going to spell the end for Tucker. He doesn't strike me as the giving up type uh, at all. But I'm sure it would be a, a pretty hard hit for him to go back uh, to the minors. And, you know, especially after you've been in the majors. And um, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, I keep waiting for some signs of consistency when it comes to driving the baseball. And that was his focus. That's what he talked about, not just with Andy Haynes, but with everybody he knows over the offseason who could have possibly helped him to find a way to use his legs more, to not do that spin thing. You know what I'm talking about, where he just kind of loses his cleats in the dirt and just whips around and doesn't really get any kind of torque at all behind a bat. I don't know that there's a cure for that when you're 25 years old. I just don't. I appreciate the question, Jonathan. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Again, one more game uh, here today in Milwaukee. It's a 1.40 p.m. Eastern time first pitch, and after that, I'll be flying home, and then after that, we'll have another Daily Shot of Pirates tomorrow. Tomorrow.